Welcome to Copilots, the podcast where we watch not just the first episode of a show, but also the second. Some shows just don't have the best pilot episode, and giving it that second chance might just sway your mind. Here, we take that chance for you and let you know our opinion on if a show deserves more than just one shot. I'm Justice. Alongside me is my co-pilot, Josh. Now, let's get ready for takeoff. Your in-flight entertainment this week will be The Cuphead Show. Cuphead show? Yeah, that's his name. The, the Cuphead show. I I took notes on the video game. Oh fuck, man! The video. What are you doing? The video game doesn't have episodes. I mean, I thought it was weird, but you said Cuphead, so I said the Cuphead show. Yeah, and obviously there's no Cuphead show, so you were talking about the game. No, there is. Netflix made it beginning of 2022. It's it's new. Mm. I thought we were reviewing it because we we're reviewing the game, and then we were reviewing the new DLC. No. Episode 1, Episode 2. No, that's that's not what we do. If it's not labeled an episode, we don't do that. Huh. I'm in the wrong here. I, I guess we can try to make this work. Um, The Cuphead show, like I said, is Netflix 2022. It's a brand new thing they're doing. A really important note here is I never actually played the Cuphead game. Neither have I. I just watched somebody play part of it. I watched someone play almost all of it, actually. Uh, not that one person, but multiple people throughout parts of it. No, The Cuphead Show. Season 1, Episode 1, Karn Evil. I'm glad you remember the names. I did not. Actually, I remember the name of the second episode. Evil. Evil. Yeah, uh, it's Carnival spelled with an E. And the episode is Karn hyphen evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyways, the Cuphead show starts with, no other way to put it, a dope-ass intro song. Yeah, it's very much in the same aesthetic as Cuphead, the game. Mm -hmm. Like, the beginning of the song starts off tonally darker, musically. I think it's in a minor key, and then we change it. Mm -hmm. And then it becomes more jazzy and upbeat, very much like the Cuphead game music and stuff. And And Cuphead, the game, is a side-scrolling platform boss rush boss rush yeah and that is distinctly like not my style of game yeah i understand that but aesthetically cuphead's amazing its art is super good its music is amazing everything about it is enjoyable to watch and experience in a way that is not playing yeah so if you don't know cuphead you're well you probably do I feel like you've at least seen the art, but Cuphead's art is very much an earlier animation style. It's very much reminiscent of the, I'd say, 30s to late 50s art style, probably. It very much reminds me of Disney's Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, Crazy the Cat, Coco the Clown, stuff like that from like Mints or Flesher, like early 1930s, late 1920s animation. And that's because both the show and the game, the game is from 2017, by the way, yeah. five years ago, use hand-drawn animation. Yep. Every frame of the game is hand-drawn animation done in ink and paper yep it uses and watercolor yeah it uses basic animation cell styles to do it and then it was rendered through photoshop before like yeah the way you can do combos and stuff and the way you move you piece together lots of different images they've put together and the show is done in a very similar process yep so it has a very like it's not even that it's just it has that feel of like the 50s animation no it's done that way it's yeah it's tradition it's done in a traditional manner as well uh, it's just expedited because I assume they're using tablets and things to draw them. So it's a bit clearer. You don't have to basically turn that into a film cell and then so on and so forth. Or in some cases, draw directly on the film cell. You don't have to do that anymore. Anyways, episode one opens with us being introduced to Elder Kettle. He's fixing some pancakes. Yep. And then we see he's tossing his pancakes over to Cuphead and Mugman. And Cuphead is sitting at the table with his feet on the table reading an adventure magazine. Yeah. 
And this very easily establishes early on that Cuphead's the cool suave one and Mugman tries to be but isn't because Cuphead kicks his plate, holds it up, and all of his pancakes land on his plate and then he sets it down. Yeah, he does like a kickflip with his plate, catches it, and all his pancakes just like slap into it and he catches it on the them table. all. Mugman tries to pick his plate up to do the same thing, and they all go right underneath, hit the wall, and fall down. And Mugman's really sad, but then Cuphead cuts all his pancakes and plate in half and gives Mugman half of them. Yeah, but uses all the syrup, so. I mean, yeah, it's not his fault Mugman's pancakes fell on the floor. True. And then Elder Kettle tells them that he has a great, exciting thing for them to do. Today, they're pa- painting the fence. Yeah, so they're outside painting the fence, and Cuphead is <laughs> extremely annoyed and bored by this. Mugman's also bored, but he's actually painting cuphead's just repeatedly dipping his brush in the paint cuphead paints like i sweep floors at work not at all kind of just holding the implement so they think you're doing stuff just one spot over and over again yeah i should i should clarify people i'm not specifically employed to sweep floors i'm employed to make automotive parts for some reason they just subscribe to the whole if you have time to lean you have time to clean philosophy yeah which doesn't necessarily work or make sense in that building yeah I can't both assist maintenance with what they're supposed to be doing and clean at the same time. You should try harder. Should try harder. You're not trying hard enough. You need to pick yourself up by your bootstraps. Oh, God. That's what I've been (laughs) doing wrong. I haven't been pulling the bootstraps. Yeah, first you need to buy boots with bootstraps and then pull yourself up by them. Oh, my bad. Yeah, that's your problem. You shouldn't wear, like, tennis shoes. That's weird. Anyways, though, Cuphead gets the bright idea of putting the paint in a cannon and firing that at the fence. To be fair, this is a genius idea. Except it's not like an air cannon or anything. It's a, a cannon cannon. So he blows the fence up. Look, this was a genius idea. Either one, it's going to paint the fence successfully. Or two, there's not going to be a fence left to paint. Yeah. And thus, you no longer have to paint a fence successfully. But he does this just as Elder Kettle comes to check on him. Elder Kettle gets mad. Or as they call it, steamed. Because when he gets angry, because he's a kettle. Yeah, I think that's the thing we haven't mentioned. Uh, if you're not familiar with Cuphead, Cuphead and Mugman and Elder Kettle are all exactly what their names imply. Yeah. They're a guy with a cup for a head, a guy with a mug for a head, and then a living kettle. Mm-hmm. With a nice, big metal mustache. So, I mean, if you were wondering why Justice said that he gets steamed, there you go. It's because he's a kettle. Yeah. So they're talking about how angry he got as they're walking to buy more paint, which the destination seems to be a caravan of some sort. Yeah. I have no idea. I'm sure that's a reference to the show. There's probably an in-game the game? store. Yeah. The game. There's probably an in-game store that is a caravan. Yeah, probably. And, you know, Mugman's like, man, that sucks. But, you know, we'll still have time to finish all of this and maybe still be able to do something. And then Cuphead sees, off in the distance, a carnival. A carnival. And Mugman's just like, we can't do that. We're not We're not going to do that. You can't get me to do that. And then we get a nice immediate smash cut. They're going down a roller coaster. Mugman's like, no, we can't. And Cuphead goes, yeah, we can. And Mugman goes, no, we have other stuff we have to do. How can you even, how can you even think about that? He's like, when in doubt, double down. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't even make sense. We can't go to the carnival. Smash cuts to carnival. Yeah. There's this moment here that I like, though, because it uses the anthropomorphic forms that they have of cups with bodies. Because as they're heading into the caravan, Cuphead grabs Mugman by the handle of his mug, so his head, picks him up, and turns him to look at the carnival. And I was just like, that's that's a nice bit of, like, I, I don't know, I just liked that shot there. Yeah. The series has that aesthetic, and it sticks to it. Yeah. So now they're both going to the roller coaster, and Mugman's just like, I'm, yeah, I'm happy that you talked me into doing this. This is great. And then we're just jump cutting between roller coasters and them eating carnival food, and then on roller coasters, and then carnival food, and roller coasters, and puking, and roller coasters, and carnival food, and then... It's just them walking, and Mugman's just like, this has been been wonderful, yeah. And you know what's great? We still have time to go buy materials and do the fence. And fix the fence and paint it. And as he's talking, he looks back, and Cuphead's gone. Yep. And then 
we see Cuphead, he's at a skee-ball machine that says Soul Ball. With all kinds of big flashy lights pointing win down at it. Win big prizes, which win big is being reflected in Cuphead's eyes. Yep. And so he starts playing skee-ball, and every ball he pitches is a winner. 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 And it starts to attract the attention of everybody around him, and there's a crowd forming, and he now he's doing trick shots. And Mugman looks over, and this, tele- this anthropomorphic telephone. Old-style telephone with, like, the earpiece and a cradle and then the mouthpiece is separate it's also playing skee-ball at one of these soul ball machines and, and he, he loses and it says loser and then the machine sucks his soul out from him mm-hmm. and Mugman looks around and he notices that it says soul ball not skee-ball and he looks at the carnival sign and he realizes that it's spelled carn evil and then the carn well, flickers out yeah well he looks at it and he seems a bit like huh and then the carn flickers out and it just says evil and it's like evil and then we do a, a sliding cut down underground and a sliding we, transition, yeah. it's not even a cut. And we meet the devil, who decides just to tell us his whole shtick and who he is as a person, I guess, with another great song. The devil's song in this episode is so good. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I know we're only 11 minutes into the review, and this first episode's like only 10 minutes once you cut the credits off in the opening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this show is amazing. Yeah, no, I, it's fantastic. See, I, I never got into the Cuphead game, mainly because, like I said, the game itself is not my genre of game that it's I would replay. It's a platforming boss rush game, which are two things that are not your style. Yeah. I mean, I, I can deal with boss rushes. I just don't see the point in most boss rush games. Yeah. But platformers are like literally the bane of my existence. Especially 2D platformers, which Cuphead is. Yeah, so no matter how good Cuphead was, it was never going to be like something I would enjoy. You know, I've always very much enjoyed it. And I've, art, but yeah, and I've it's always, music. I've always loved the art and the music and like all the stuff around it. So the Cuphead show, just going into it with something, I was just like, oh, that's going to be dope. It's everything I like about Cuphead without having to play Cuphead. And it's legitimately just better than that. It's great. Yeah. Anyways, at the end of the Devil's Song, he's interrupted by one of his henchmen, mm-hmm. who's like, the soul counter has stopped counting. Yeah, because we see in his song that, well, the Devil's favorite thing to do is collect souls. So we see a giant safe with all kinds of tubes going up the surface with souls constantly streaming down. And so the devil beats on the soul counter a couple times and nothing happens. He looks at the soul tubes and there's no souls coming down. So he goes over to a periscope. Pulls the periscope down, which I appreciate because he pulls it down and then it has to force itself up Out of as the well yep. above. And he's looking through the periscope and he's like, ah, we've got a show off. Yeah. And so he teleports out of hell and mm-hmm. he's now in the, in the carnival and, and everybody runs off. Yeah. All the people see him and run off. And then Mugman turns around oh, and sees him. The devil gets a great line here where he's like, Ah, oh, my fans, how they love, love me. me. Yes. And then Mugman turns around and he sees the devil. Who's standing right be- behind him. Mm-hmm. Which I'd like to just point something out here. Like, if you don't know Cuphead, we've kind of described obviously what Cuphead and Mugman are. The only difference is Cuphead has red pants and a red striped straw in his head. Mugman has blue pants and a blue striped straw in his head. Also, Cuphead has a small red nose. Mm-hmm. Mugman has a big blue nose. Yeah. Other than that, they look very similar. And the devil, though, he's not your classic red devil. He has the same kind of body type for devils traditionally in cartoon, but he's black and kind of furry. Yeah, and instead of like just pointed horns, his horns like curl back a little bit. Mm -hmm. And he's carrying a golden trident around with him all the time. And we see during his song that he has the ability to transform his form into like a serpentine thing, like dragon-esque almost. Pretty much any animal associated with the devil, spiders, snakes, Mm -hmm. dragons... He can Creepy, scary things. Goats. He can turn his body into those. Mm-hmm. So Mugman, though, sees the devil. He starts stuttering and panicking and freaking out, and he's trying to get Cuphead's attention. Honestly, the only like direct connotation I can't make with the devil and his forms in Cuphead, both the game and the show, is the spider. 
Like, mm-hmm. obviously the snake is super easy. Yeah. The dragon is also super easy. Like, Dracula comes from, like, the terminology meaning son of the devil. And yeah, stuff. also if, like, Son of the dragon, and then, like... The, the really, really bad movie Red Dragon talks a lot about how it's a representation of the end of the world and Judgment Day and Luciferian evils and such. And then the goat's also super, super obvious. Yeah. I just don't get the spider. Yeah, no. Oh, well. But yeah, so Mugmed's trying to get Cuphead's attention. And in doing so, he accidentally hits Cuphead's arm he's going to throw it. So the ball rolls down the ski ball and into the loser section. And then the soul ball machine goes to suck Cuphead's soul out. Well, Cuphead there, turns around yeah. and sees the devil. And then I was like, well, that's game. And then the soul ball machine starts to suck his soul after the devil points his trident at it. Yep. Mugman runs up the ski ball machine and reaches in the hole just as Cuphead's soul goes down the mm-hmm. middle hole of the ski ball machine. Yeah. Grabs Cuphead's soul and pulls it back out. And... Shoves it back into Cuphead's body. And then Cuphead, who, after his soul left his body, he kind of just entered a stupor. Mm-hmm. But with his, when his soul re-enters his body, he gains his collar back because he went to like a grayish black and white. Yep. And with the soul back in his body, he regains the red to his collar. And then he just yells, run! And they take off running. And then I was just like, oh, how I love it when they run. And then we get kind of um, just a chase scene. Yeah, classic chase scene. They're running through. He's shooting fireballs from his trident, flying around behind them on it, using it in front of him. Whatever. I think we've lost him. He's right behind them. On a roller coaster, they jump off. Uh, they're running. They run past one of those picture things, you know, where you stand into a cutout of some sort. So, of course, they have to double back and take a picture. And then they run off just as the devil blows that up. They get on a merry-go-round. He animates the horse into a skeleton horse. Which is actually reference to a boss in Cuphead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They run into a funhouse. He shoots at the funhouse now instead of having a giant clown face. has his face. And it's animated inside and trying to terrorize them with saws and spike traps. And finally, he just turns into a dragon and starts following them and shooting fireballs at them mm-hmm. from the sky. Well, the best part is, I don't know if you really noticed it. When he opens his mouth and shoots the fireballs, the first thing that happens is his trident pokes out where his tongue would be. Mm-hmm. And then we see the fire. So I assume the fire is still only shooting from the trident. like before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just liked it. And finally, Mugman's like, I have an idea. And he turns around, grabs Cuphead, and they run back towards the devil. And, and Mugman goes, time to double down. And Cuphead's like, what do you mean? And then Mugman goes, pretend like we're cornered. We are cornered. We don't have anywhere to go. We're trapped. And then the devil transforms back into his tall, lanky self mm-hmm. and pumps the trident like it's a shotgun. Yep. And fires a fireball at them. And Mugman shoves Cuphead and jumps out of the way at the same time. And the fireball hits the soul ball machine and destroys it. And so the devil kind of stares at it for a moment. We see the fire of the carnival burning around him where he shot all his fireballs. And then the souls start to flee. And we see them entering back into people. And my favorite part here is, earlier we saw a pig with a hot dog in his hand trying to eat. Yeah. But he was soulless. So we see his soul go back into him. And then a soul go into the hot dog. And then he immediately eats the hot dog. Yep. Which means two things here. One, we see a murder happen in this cartoon. Two, it implies that somehow this hot dog has participated in some rigged game in this carnival. Because I assume there's more than just soul bowl. To lose its soul. But unlike every other thing that is anthropomorphized, the hot dog is just a hot dog. It has no limbs, no eyes, no nothing. It's just a hot dog. But it somehow lost its soul, and that just amuses me. So then Cuphead and Mugman run away from the carnival, Mm -hmm. and the demon servant of the devil comes back up, and he's like, huh, never seen somebody manage to run away from me before. The devil's just like, they didn't run away. No way, I've never seen somebody escape from me before. Yeah, and he's like, they didn't. They played the game, he lost. His soul is mine. Mm-hmm. And then I got... will get that cup. And the, d- the servant's like, head? And then the devil hits him with the trident and says, shut up. And then we cut to Cuphead Mugman painting the fence again. Mm-hmm. Cuphead's just like, you know, we did a lot of stuff today. Like, we rode rides. And you owe the devil your soul? 
We played some games. And you owe the devil your soul? We got this fence built back. And you owe the devil your soul. And I'm not too worried about it. And we see Cuphead putting paint back in the cannon. Tilts it down. Fires it again. Blows up the fence. Just as Elder Kettle comes walking through it again. Mm-hmm. And Cuphead goes, still too much gunpowder. And you still owe the devil your soul. Yeah. And that's the end of the first episode. But uh, there were just really good animation moments in this for me that made me ha- Like, I thought they were all done. Like, when the devil shot the soul ball machine and everything, mm-hmm. his entire figure got really droopy. Like, his horns drooped down, his, he slouched down, and the fire around him so, like, lowered. Him slouching, great. The de- added detail of his horns also slouching. Like, dog ears almost, when they're, like, sad or disappointed. Just perfection. It's and then so the fire good. lowered all around him. And then just as the they ran away, the roller coaster and everything else kind of just collapsed behind him. Like, it, it was just good. Yeah, uh, the show really reminds me of like classic cartoons, like classic Looney Tunes or Tom, Tom and Jerry's, Jerry's, even like old Disney stuff. It has a very like old cartoon mm-hmm. vibe to it in a way that you just wouldn't get in modern cartoons. Not just because the animation is different, but because like the storytelling and the voice acting, like just the entire style is different. Now, nowadays, it's much more either serialized or much more focused on kind of like a story happening around. it's not so much gag bits i want to be clear i'm not saying in the old days stuff was better oh, God, modern no. t- modern cartoons are great star versus the forces of evil star versus the forces of evil owl, owl house, house adventure two time be- two of the best cartoons ever made hour to the last airbender gravity falls like bravest warriors there's st- there are still great cartoons i still like steven universe a lot but there's Gravity just falls. something nostalgic about Cuphead while also being new and refreshing. Mm-hmm. And the music. The music was just great both times in this episode. The opening and the devil song. So just to go ahead and cut to the chase. Yes, I would watch more. I, I think I love this show. Yeah, very no. good. And it's so Netflix says it's 15 minutes. It's runtime is really more like 10 minutes. Then you hit credits and you can only watch actually like a minute three, and 20 seconds. Three minutes at most, I guess, of the credits because that's what it tells me it's stopping about at. Then if you try to fast forward, it's all black, and I'll just kick you to the next episode. Yeah, there's a, you, there's a minute and 20 of credits, and then it says there's three minutes left. Yeah. So the episode's really only like 10 minutes plus a, a minute intro plus a minute 20 credits. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is the show is so short, there's no reason not to go watch it. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. We've spent twice as long as the actual show is reviewing this first episode. But watch it anyways. And that brings us to episode two, Baby Bottle. Yes. Out of these two episodes, I'd say the second one is my least favorite of the two. Yeah. But it's still good. Yeah. Episode one is much stronger than Baby Bottle. So episode two opens with Elder Kettle. He's leaving for something. I don't know. He's leaving for his weekly mustache wax. Ah. And he's like, remember, boys, only two rules. One, don't touch my radio. It's my most precious object in this world. Don't touch it. And And, two, remember. And and it's an old, like, style radio with one of the, like, curved speakers on it. Mm -hmm. A curved uh, amplifying bell. bell. Yeah. Do the knobs operating in the front. And number two, no fighting. Mm-hmm. So he closes the door. And they immediately start fighting. Well, no. He closes the door. They're just standing there. Oh, yeah. He opens the door to check on them again. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, no fighting. Closes the door and leaves. And they immediately just start brawling across their yeah. house. Classic cartoon. Uh, dust ball with dust, arms and legs dust flying Dust scrap out. heap thing. Yeah. They're flying around and there's a lot of yelling. We hear a lot of punching and stuff, sound effects. And they, they they're almost, getting yeah, they closer almost, and closer to the radio. They almost roll into the radio and then they stop. One of them suspended in the air, the other one's out there, and then they carefully tiptoe around it to the other side. And continue brawling. Mm-hmm. And then when they're in front of the door, Mugman stops Cuphead and says, like, wait a minute, Cuphead, why are we fighting? Because uh, he told us not to. Oh, yeah. And they just continue fighting. Until they hear a knock on the door. And then they straighten up, act like everything, act like they've been following all the rules, and open the door, and they're like, oh, back so soon, Elder Kettle? Mm-hmm. But no. 
There's a baby on the doorstep instead of a nice little basket. And it has a note that says, please take care of baby. And the baby is a bottle. A baby bottle. Mm-hmm. Literally a baby bottle. But it's sentient and alive. Yeah. And Mugman's like, oh, isn't that so cute? We can take care of it. All it needs is love. And Cuphead's just like, I don't want to do that. Well, Cuphead's also like, aw. Like, yeah, he's like, like aw. But when Mugman suggests taking care of it, Cuphead's just like, I don't want to I don't want to do that. But Mugman takes the baby inside and he starts basically playing with it. Yeah, he boops it on the nose. The baby laughs. He's telling Cuphead all he has to do is all the baby needs is love. And he's like, can you say Mugman? Mugman? And then the baby says, Mom. And he's like, he smiles. And he goes, oh, that's right. And then Cuphead's like, Cuphead gets a little jealous. He's like, I guess that makes me Dada then. And picks up the baby and goes, Dada? Can you say Dada? And the baby starts to cry. Mm-hmm. And Mugman's like, you just gotta burp it. Well, no, it's not. But Mugman's not just like, you gotta burp it. Cuphead, with a crying baby bottle, starts running around in circles with the, holding the baby bottle above his head. Yeah, Elena and he's like, like, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? It's crying. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And Mugman's just like, baby probably just needs burped. And so Cuphead tries burping it. It doesn't work. He's like, I don't know what, to, it's not doing anything. What do I do? And Mugman goes, maybe it needs its diaper change. And they kind of look at each other like, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that either. Their eyes tell the entire conversation. And Mugman just goes, uh, maybe we could try, maybe I should try burping him again. And Mugman successfully burps baby bottle. Baby bottle giggles. And then Cuphead's like, oh, okay. See, that was simple. And like goes to boop baby bottle on the nose as well. And baby bottle bites his finger. Mm-hmm. So Cuphead yells about how it's evil. And Mugman's like, no, baby just needs love. You stay here and watch baby. I'll go make some baby food. And so hijinks ensue. With Mugman out of the room, Baby Bottle reveals that Baby Bottle truly is an evil fiend and starts causing trouble. Yeah, he initially squirts milk into Cuphead's face, making him stumble back into a china cabinet. Dishes break. Well, he catches them all first. Mm, Yeah, sorry. Puts them all back. He goes to scold Baby, but Baby is now crawling off into a closet, which when he opens the door is empty. Cuphead goes to follow. He opens the door and gets covered in all kinds of junk. Yep. And then he he goes to scold Baby again. Baby is nowhere to be seen. And he looks around and Baby is on top of a bookshelf crawling along. Oh, did I skip something? Yeah. Okay. Because this is the first time we see, which will be repeated multiple times, Baby's tearing things from a book. Throws it. That part doesn't matter. He goes to scold Baby. It's not isn't there. Then Baby's shaking the table with the radio on it. Oh, yes. Yes, that's right. So Cuphead picks him up, sets him down, makes sure the radio's safe, and turns around just telling Baby, Baby's a bad baby, but mm-hmm. Baby's no longer there. Then he's crawling on top of a piano towards a fishbowl. Mm, yes, a piano. I thought it was a bookshelf. Yeah. And he's slowly pushing the fishbowl off the edge. And Cuphead's just like, don't, don't do it. And we see like a close-up of Baby's face, Cuphead's face, and then a close-up of the fish. Just sitting in the bowl. And then the glass fishbowl falls to the ground and shatters. Mm-hmm. And Cuphead picks the fish up. And drops it in his head. Because his head is filled with milk, and apparently the fish can survive in milk. And we see it swim past his eyes a couple times. Upside, if anyone wants to eat that fish, it won't taste nearly as bad. Milk is really good for pulling out, like, the sour flavor of fish, so. And then Mugman comes back in, and he freaks out because there's glass all over the floor. And it's dangerous for Baby. Yep. And this is where Cuphead's like, no, Baby's a monster. Like, it's just evil. And Mugman's like, no. Picks Baby up, sets him down. Uh, away from the glass and then he goes to grab a teddy bear of his he's like i've had this since i was a child no you're missing a scene yourself oh am i yeah because during this point mugman and cuphead have an argument and mugman's like you never wanted a baby to begin with did you no uh so you are right that is part of it but he's yelling at cuphead and then they both turn to look at baby the door is now the front door is now open Mm -hmm. baby's nowhere to be seen they were outside yes baby traps them outside this is where they didn't have the argument that you're talking about yeah okay yeah 
And then um, Cuphead's like, the baby is evil. We, I don't know we know what we're doing. And Mugman's like, you never wanted a baby to begin with, did you? And Cuphead goes, no, I didn't. Mugman's just like, I guess I'll have to do all the parenting myself. Walks up to the door and he's like, and he's like baby, can you please let us in? Let mama in. And they nothing happens. And then they hear the radio turn on and start flipping through a bunch of channels. And they're both just like, Elder Kettle's radio. And then they bust the door down. And baby is on top of the radio and just messing with Tugging everything. Tugging on it, beating on it. And then Mugman grabs it. Grabs baby bottle, sets the baby mm-hmm. on the floor, and gives him a toy bear. After expanding about like, oh, I love this bear. It's been with this of a child. It's this great. The baby looks at it, giggles, laughs, grabs its head. And twists it off. Yeah. Also, just before this. So, when he picks the baby up off the radio, he says, bad baby. And then, bad. Yeah. And we zoom in on the baby. He makes an angry face. That face gets red and goes, mama. And Cuphead's like, I don't like that, that look in its eyes. And Mugman's like, you're just being paranoid. It's just a baby. It's a baby, not it. Yeah, it's a baby, not it. So, then baby tears the head off the teddy bear and Mugman explodes. He's like, I'm going to kill him. It's eat. And Cuphead's just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Easy. It's just a baby. He's like, that's not a baby. It's evil. And then they turn around, and baby's gone again. The door, we see out of it, and then I think it's dark, cloudy, lots of wind. And then we hear a baby yells laughter echoing down the room, but they can't see it. And they turn around, and then they hear, like, random disjointed piano keys. Mm-hmm. And they turn, nobody's at the piano. I don't remember if it's Cuphead or Mugman, but one of them goes to the phone. Is like, oh, yeah. we need help. It's Cuphead. He's going to call the police. And he picks up the phone's mouthpiece and earpiece. He's like, hello, operator, police. And then he notices that the cord's been cut. He's like, he cut eh, the cord. He cut the cord. And then the radio switches on. And they look over. And Baby's holding this radio, which is like the same size as him. Twice the size, I would yeah. say. Size and a half. Size and a yeah. half. Yeah. Buffy's head and they're like, no, 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 no. And Baby throws the radio. And they then we get Cuphead and Mugman diving towards each other to catch mm-hmm. the radio. And they both catch it with like just one index fingertips. finger. Yeah, yeah. Their fingertips just barely keep it up before mm-hmm. keep it from crashing. And they're like, Whew. And then Baby Bottle takes a hammer and smashes the radio right in the front of them. Yeah. And like, what are we going to do now? And then... Just then, Elder Kettle gets home. No. Then Cuphead goes, dresser. And Mucket's like, what? Dresser. And then a dresser smacks them into the wall. Mm-hmm. They crawl to the top drawer, and Cuphead goes, chair. And Mugman looks, pats the open drawer of the dresser, and goes, no, dresser. And then a chair smashes into it. And they've jumped to avoid it and are dangling from a chandelier with candles that are lit. Mm-hmm. Baby cuts it, falls, and the living room starts to catch on fire in places. And then Elder Kettle comes home, mm-hmm. and Elder Kettle goes... What is this? Broken fishbowl? No fish? Destroyed piano? Fire? Priceless china shattered on the floor? Dresser in the wall? More, More fire? fire? Ah, well, boys will be boys. And then he sees his radio and he's like, what? My precious radio, the thing I care about most in this world, he starts to get steamed. And Mugman and Cuphead simultaneously go, it was baby. And point at baby. And Elder Cutter looks at him and he's like, what? No. It's just a it's baby. baby. It's so adorable. And baby grabs his mustache and rips it off. And he goes to scold baby. He's like, bad, bad ba- baby. And baby, baby once again goes. Zooms in on baby and baby goes, mama. And, and then starts to beat the crap out of Elder Kettle. Like, we see Elder Kettle get dragged off screen by baby. Mm-hmm. And then Cuphead and Mugman are pulling his arms and pulling him well, out of he, the living room. We see Cuphead and Mugman just watching him. And then we see Elder Kettle crawl back into screen, beating up Burroughs. He's like, boys, help. And they each grab an arm and pull him out of the living room into the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Where they, they slam the door, the door shut. And the, the screen, screen goes to black. Mm-hmm. And I thought the episode was over, honestly. I thought, yeah, Sam. I thought this was the end of the episode. Like, the gag is, Kettle didn't believe them. It was the baby. Da, da, da. Um, episode's not over because this show, while being very reminiscent and nostalgia like early cartoons, is still not an early cartoon. Yeah. So it comes back up, and they're all wearing makeshift armor. And, and they all have weapons of some sort. Mm-hmm. And Edelkar's like, okay, boys, ready? 
They nod. He opens the door. And baby's just back at its basket right outside the door. With the blanket pulled up and the note sitting on his chest. And so we then cut to um, baby sitting in a basket in front of a house. Mm-hmm. A woman opens the door and she's like, oh, what a cute little baby. We see three who eyes. Would you, who pe- would you leave? Yeah. Who would leave you like this on a porch? And then we see three eyes peek out of a bush. And then the woman goes, let's get you inside. Takes the baby inside, closes the door. And then we see just behind the bush, Elder Kettle, Cuphead, and Mugman all like, whew shake hands happily and that's the end of the episode yep and that's the end of cuphead episode two baby bottle justice what are your opinions on this show it has great music it's very reminiscent of early cartoons i really did enjoy as a child but quite amusing in spite of that like i've gone back and i've watched older looney tunes and tom and jerry and stuff they just don't hold up no it's like they really don't also it doesn't help that i've seen most of them and a lot just because it gets to a certain point with those shows where if you've seen like one or two like if you've seen a couple of episodes you've roughly seen all of them like there might be changes a little bit here and there but mostly it's just a very formulaic show yeah and I mean, like, take this plot, which is a thing that's appeared in Looney Tunes and all kinds of stuff, right? Even Tom and Jerry, where it's, oh, artificial characters have to take care of a child, and it's very, very hard. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the baby's actively antagonistic, sometimes it just wanders about. But at the end, they always kind of get the child to sleep most of the time, and it's like, whew, okay, that's the end of the episode, or, woo. Or if the child's parent comes acti- home. Or if the child's actively antagonistic, when they are, when they go to, like, be like, hey, look, it wasn't me, nobody believes them, and mm-hmm. that's the end of the episode. Yeah. Cuphead Whereas, doesn't do that. No, this shows, and this is how the entire story started. This isn't a normal thing. This is a demon child you pass the burden off of to someone else. Yeah. It is like, a curse. It's like the ring. <laughs> yes. You have to pass it on. And then, like, the first episode, yeah, other things have had the devil in the Tom and Jerry multiple times. It's the devil, whether it's been... Is that the ring? That's the ring, right? Not the grudge? I always get the two confused. Uh, I believe the ring is the one where you watch the tape. You watch the tape of Sadako. She comes out of the well. Okay, so the ring, yeah. Yeah, but, like, even in those ones, they have the devil. The devil never really plays a large character. It's kind of, you know, just the idea of taunting someone and doing something and being like, hey, this is where you're going to end up. Or something like that, right? But the devil's an actual character who is antagonizing the characters in this, which isn't something often showed up, which is what made me think of like older, older cartoons because it was much more likely to get kind of a darker theme to it overall. Yeah, like when I was rewatching that first episode, I was struck by just how dark the moment is when Mugman looks around and realizes all these people just mm-hmm. don't have souls anymore. I was like, Jesus, that's dark. And that's the moment where I was like, you know, this show has a, has a very like cow and chicken vibe. Like, Yeah, also their voices... Especially because Cuphead has, like, a kind of New Jersey, New York accent. Mm. And Mugman kind of reminds me of, like, Chicken as well. Yeah. But another thing, I thought this show was going to be insanely formulaic. Yeah. After the first episode, I thought the show was going to be Cuphead and Mugman do something to upset Older Kettle. Something happens, da 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 they cuphead loses his soul or the mung men or both of them lose their soul to the devil hijinks ensue end of episode calls back to the beginning that's what i thought the show was gonna be i can kind of see that based on the based on the game story from what i understand that's kind of what i was like oh okay yeah Yeah, it's all about getting souls back yeah i was like oh yeah obviously this show's gonna be formulaic it's yeah no it's not and that's really cool Mm -hmm. so for the cuphead show would you watch more of it a hundred percent very good very very good i'm excited that this show is so good. It's like you said, Cuphead's a 2D platformer, not something I'll play, but everything else about Cuphead is amazing. It's why I've watched so much gameplay of it on Twitch and such. Yeah, because I don't have to play it, but I can still enjoy the art style and the music. And it has an alright story overall, too. But the show just cuts out the middleman. I don't need to watch Twitch anymore. Ha ha, Amazon, Netflix beat you. (laughs) Netflix is now a billion dollar company. I don't know. They probably are. I have no idea. But I mean... I can assume that this is the better version of Cuphead than, you know, if Amazon had made it into a TV show. Did you see Amazon has a video game streaming service now? 
fun. It's free with Prime. I don't. I don't care. I don't like Amazon. Also, I don't have Prime. Hmm. Netflix has a market cap of $176 billion. Yeah, that sounds right. So yeah, a multi-billion dollar company. Fun fact, did you know Netflix has gaming services? Yeah. Yeah, because they still have their old DVD library. Like, you can still get DVDs from Netflix, and they still have a lot of their old video game Not what I was thinking about. I was thinking of, like, the um, Black Mirror interactive oh yeah no no or the wwe interactive movie no like they still have like you can still or i know that as at least of a year ago you could still order like their dvds they used to have because they were very much like game flying shit like that you could be like hey i want to rent this dvd or hey i want to rent this video game hmm hmm weird but you know what isn't weird? The I do mi- not. The myriad of options of which people have to contact us. The passengers can reach us at a myriad of different locations. You mean like Twitter, right? Where they can find us at Copilot's Review. Or our email, which is copilotsreview at gmail.com. Or our website, copilotsreview.simplecast.com, which has a link to the Twitter, our Gmail, our YouTube, and our Discord, right? Yeah. All of those methods to reach out, communicate with us, tell us shows you want us to watch, or anything else you want us to consume we consume the first two episodes of media of your choice we have done video games in the past we have talked about a podcast we have done movies if you find more movies that have episodes one and two please send us suggestions because i have spent hours upon hours doing research into this and i think star wars is the only series of movies that actually released as episodes like titled as episode one episode two or whatever it doesn't have to be titled as long as it has been marketed as being episodes yeah. Or, you know, if you find, I guess, songs that are episode one and two of a song or a written media. I have, I've also spent hours looking for books that were episode ones and twos. I mean, they're Star Wars episode one, episode two book versions. No. But I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, feel free to reach out to us if you have any suggestions or just want to tell us your opinion on a show that we've reviewed or your opinion on a show we haven't reviewed. Or if you know what Tony Khan's big announcement is for tonight's Dynamite. He was off of wrestling so well. He didn't mention it at all. I was proud. (laughs) How could you be proud? Anyways, thank you for flying with us. And please fly again soon.